Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. My name is Nick Humphreys, and tonight I'm hanging out with Colin the Mustache Vernier. Welcome in, Colin. And right off the bat, <laughs> trade alert. Colin and Mike just made a trade. And Colin is, Colin, I don't know what Colin's feeling. He should be very excited and pumped up about it. And the I more am. I, the more we talk about it and the more I think about it, I'm starting to get annoyed at, at Mike. I'm not sure who is consulting Mike on these things, but somebody Nick, needs you know, fired. Uh, Someone first, needs fired on, in Mike's First, I would like to preface corner. this with, I do play Nick this week. Yeah. This is our matchup. Sure. So you're, you're not going to be happy seeing it. Or, uh, yeah, I didn't even, th- I wasn't even considering that when I was making all these arguments beforehand, but that is another that even fires me up more. Thanks a lot, Mike. I'm not. I'm. But I'm baffled as to why Mike right, would do so this. So let's let's say yeah, what the can, trade was. Yeah, lay it out. Lay it out. So I'm giving Jerry Judy, who's on the come up, and Marcus Mariota for Mike's bench player, basically Tua. Right. So and. To further lay this out, Mike has been hanging on to Tua all season. He's maybe played him, started him in one game up until now, or maybe zero. I'm not really sure. Right. But he has Lamar as a starter. So he's been holding Tua as his backup on his bench, even through injury, the whole entire season so far with Lamar as a starter. This week, this upcoming week, week 10, Lamar goes on by. So what does Mike do? He trades away his incredible backup quarterback that could be filling in for Lamar on his one bye week in the season. Mike has held him 10 weeks and then trades him right when he needs to plug him in for Lamar. And what does he trade him for? He trades him for a waiver wire quarterback in Marcus Mariota. And he gets Jerry Judy, who is a good wide receiver and would start on a bunch of people's rosters. But in my opinion, Jerry Judy is so Jerry Judy is not worth Tua at this point. Tua is worth so much more. I think Colin got got it. You have to look at you have to look at Mike's team. Yes, I'm looking at Mike's team, and what Mike could use is a running back, not a wide receiver, Nuh-uh. a running back. Dude, he has yes. someone. He has he's crippled with buys. Look at his. He has Ramondre Stevenson. That's his one running back, and he's on buy this week. He has James Conner, who's coming off of injury, and then he has Darn Daryl Henderson, who barely fucking plays for the Rams, and then he has Kenyon Drake, and he has Jonathan Taylor on IR. He needs a running back, not a wide receiver. A running back. I get yeah. it that you can move Daryl Henderson up to that running back spot and you're, you're going to plug Jerry Judy in at flex to fill the spots. But Mike, come on, bro. You That was your most valuable piece and you just traded him for Jerry Judy. Yeah, I mean, what else is he going to get for him? At it's least a, a running player, back. It, it's a bench player on his this team, is, but he's a starter on every other roster. I, I will say that the trade this, predictor did predict this as a much more fair trade than the trade we did. I mean, I can see it. I can understand that. So, but, okay, but rationalizing it because Tua, Tua missed Tua Tua, has Tua, Tua missed a bunch of games, so his stats are skewed. So because he was missed games with injuries, so his stats are skewed. So that's swaying the computer. I think that you got a steal in this. I'm, I don't think it's but bad for I, you. I just I can't believe Mike did this, and I'm trying to rationalize why he would make this trade. I mean, unless well, okay, literally so what, he had what, no what other do you think he could get? Yeah, what do you think he, he could get for him? If anything, I would have said, fine, take, take like a bench quarterback like he wants in Marcus Mariota, but get a running back, not a wide receiver, a running back. That's at least worth more to me, I would say, for Mike's the way Mike's roster looks right now. That's what I would have done. Oh, I would have actually tried to get if he's going to get a Marcus Mariota that he could have got on waivers next week when you dropped him. So, what week, kind of running back are you looking for, though? Who's going to trade their 
I don't know. That's what you, I'm, I'm saying market uh, Tua is such a valuable player at this point in the season. I mean, just look, Josh Allen just got hurt the other day. Yeah. Every this Tua could start on every single roster, basically, except maybe one or two, including Mike's roster. And he should be starting on Mike's roster this week. Instead, Mike traded him out for Marcus Mariota. It makes sense. I don't, I mean, dude, dude, so it makes sense for you. I mean, hell, right. hell fucking yeah. I can't believe he did that. I don't know who was, I, who's making, uh, taking, uh, it makes sense, dude. He's he is in the same spot that I was when we did our trade, right? Except you Everyone actually got fun. two. What did good I get? Players, two good players. I got someone from your bench, who like your argument was, uh, what's his name? Buffalo guy would start on everyone's roster. Yes, and it's true. Most people would play Gabe Davis, right? And I and I and you gave me a media a running back on the decline for Saquon, a legend. I, but what what I'm saying is you got the the instant starter Saquon was on right. by you got the instant starter right and you got another instant starter so you got two Mike gets two except he could have just kept uh Tua and plugged him yeah, in but he, he gets probably, he gets a receiver that he's going to play for the rest of the year for a bench player he doesn't need the receiver the, what, this is what, the receivers he has Darnell Mooney Chris okay, Godwin Judy's better Judy Zay Jones. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, they're both on by this week. Yeah, but, okay, T. Higgins and Boyd are going to share points. So, But they're both probably better than Jerry Judy. Maybe, but they're going to they're gonna have offset weeks. He's been starting on both. Right, and now he's going to put Judy time. in. I'm just saying, like, he, he has so many receivers. Like, to me, he could have got more. And to me, I mean, to I me, see what you mean because Tua is an absolute stud, but I, where is he getting more from? I just don't like you gotta, everyone. I, mean, so I don't no know. I haven't. Player. I haven't looked at all the other rosters. I haven't looked. This is my first time looking at what Mike actually needs on his team, and I could go through and we could look at other trades he could have made. At this point, it's a moot point. It's over and done with. I'm just saying, if that's the best Mike could get for him, then fine. I I can get that, but I don't think that's the best he could have got for him. I think it was a mistake on Mike's end, and that's all I'm trying to say about it. And it sucks that it's against me this week. <laughs> hey, well, so. I'm happy about it. I'm fired up. Yeah, good. I mean, you should be happy about it. That's what I'm saying. Like, you should be – you should feel like you just won a big deal because you fucking did. You basically gave Jerry Judy for Tua Tunga Vailoa. That's what right. you just did, and it's an incredible trade. Like – Type in on the trade calculator. And I Jerry gave Judy you. I'm just saying. Yeah, type, type in, in Saquon for. Colin, why would you make the trade if you didn't need it? I mean. Right. Same thing. I'm saying. No, it's not the same. I think thing. How, that's your. Opinion. After this week, Mariota will never play on his team again. Right. He's going to put Lamar back in. Right. So why wouldn't he wait one week? Because two dude, who, he is. He has a 5% chance of making the playoffs. He's not thinking about winning yes, this week. Yes, and he just gave away his most valuable trade asset for Jerry Judy, who can who you're right, he can plug in on his starting lineup, but Marcus right. Mariota, the other half of that trade, isn't going to play on his team the rest of the year. So you right. might and as well just throw Tua. that out. Either would it do But he could have gotten – that's what I'm saying. So instead of trading for only Jerry Judy, he could have gotten more for him. Hey, if you show me where he can get more. Dude, you want me to try to go through and like find some trades right now? Yeah. I don't have, I can't do the trade calculator like because I don't have these players on my team. Otherwise, I would. I went, I went through the whole thing on my team. This was the most fair trade. If we're going for, off, the I'm trade saying for you, of course. Yes, I'm not for you. I don't blame you at all. I'm just annoyed that Mike would look at that and say, like, yes, that's a good trade for me. If I just can't, I mean, I sent it through, I was the one that approved it. I'm the commissioner. I'm not going to stop that trade because just because one of the managers wants to do something stupid doesn't mean I should stop them. If I find out it was collusion, then of course I would switch it back. I don't think that's the case. I'm just saying Mike was dumb for doing this. And that's all I have to say. Like, that's all I'm saying about it. I'm being interested. People might hear, have that same opinion on me for doing the Saquon trade. I haven't heard that from anyone else to have I'm people said that's to you about no. it. No, but I'd be interested to hear what people have to say about Mike's trade. 
Yeah. Because I think it's significantly different than what you just did with me for Saquon. I don't because know. you have two people that are will be in your starting lineup the rest of the season, and Mike got one uh -uh. and he's mediocre. You don't think Gabe Davis will be in your starting lineup the rest of the season? No. You think Leonard Fournette will? He has to be. He has to be, right. But you right. don't think Gabe Davis will? I mean, he's going to be an option. Right, he'll be an option. You don't think right. he'll sniff your starting lineup the rest of the season? This week, this week I would have not. He's going to play, play the him. same role play on your team. Myers. He'll play the same role on your team as Jerry Judy will play on Mike's team now. And he right. just traded him for a guy that's going to start on your team the rest of the season, every single game. And, yeah, so exactly what I did. So you're basically telling so you me got, my trade to so you was stupid. No, no I didn't. No, you got, you got Leonard Saquon. Fournette who's going to start every single week. Because he has to. And that good. Got, I could go to waivers for someone like And you like got him. Jerry Judy, who is who I'm equating to Gabe Davis. So you okay. got a starter and a starter some weeks and maybe not other weeks if you want to take him out for a better option. Mike got that. And that's it. So you're not seeing how that's a little bit different? No. Okay. Well, we'll see what other people say about it. Uh, it's a good trade for you. So, like, you don't have to be, like, defensive about it. I think I think it was dumb for Mike. Even if the computer says it was even, like, that's – I just – I'm looking at it a different way. I see it a different way. All right. Well, let's rock. All right. So that was the trade talk. <laughs> Let's take a look at what happened in week nine. Myself and Colin both got wins. Uh, the highest score of the week was Tom Roth. He almost cracked 200, but he got 194.4. So that's Tom Roth's best week. I think that's and like you know what? I, that just made best me week. extremely happy. I don't know what it was, but I was like clicking on just watching. Like we were at Matt's thing and I pulled mm -hmm. it up. I was like, dude, Tom Roth is going to score 200 points. Good for Tom. Most of that was Joe Mixon, but a lot of other guys points. on his team stepped up. Yeah. So that's good for him. He was having a hard time cracking 100 and he barely, yeah. barely missed 200 this week. So uh, the worst performance of the week was Ungi. He got 94.74 points. Which is surprising. Yeah, he did not do well this week. That's like a he's had a couple weeks that he was sub one hundred. Um, the highest scoring matchup of the week was me versus Blake with two hundred seventy nine points. I think it's because Ungi just discovered Tyler's name, so his team didn't perform well. Yeah, his team is demoralized at this point. <laughs> that was incredibly awkward the way that all happened. Yeah, Tyler stood up. He goes, I have breaking news. Ungi just found out about my team name, <laughs> which for those of you who don't know is three kids and a ginger referencing Ungi and his girlfriend. And his girlfriend was sitting right next to him and right next to Tyler, basically, when all this happened. And it was fucking awkward. I will say Matt and Kayla, beautiful baby. Oh, gorgeous, gorgeous little party, gorgeous little yep. baby shower. Uh, I was, I, if I lost the mat, I would have dr driven over there and taken back Elliot's gift. <laughs> I almost didn't shake Matt's hand when I walked in, <laughs> but you know, I was the bigger yeah. man. Yeah. We, we were sitting there and like, um, I was driving over with Teresa and we were talking about it, like what to write in the book. And I was like, you should put in there like Elliot's rooting for me this week. And she's like, Jesus, like, <laughs> are you really, really that into fantasy? <laughs> I would have been actually hilarious. And then I was like, yeah, maybe I, I do have a little bit of a mystery there. That's awesome. <laughs> um, all right, just to round this out, the highlights of the week, uh, we have top 12 players. Like we said, Joe Mixon, 60.3 points. That's insane. Go Tom. He had five touchdowns. Like that, that might be a – I wonder what the record fantasy points ever is. It's approaching. Be... Yeah, it's approaching. Right. I don't know if it is, but it's approaching. Good for Tom. Justin Fields had almost uh, as good of a day. He had a 50 point, I'm sorry, 52.72 points on the weekend. Which, congrats to you, because you did. Uh, did you waiver wire him? I picked him up a few weeks or just ago. added him up, and you were talking yeah. about him. Like, I confident. picked him up a few weeks ago, waited, waited, waited. 
And then I plugged him in this week as I thought he had the better matchup, and boom, he has a huge game. I did, definitely did not expect him to do that for sure. That, there's nothing better than that, though, when you like are thinking, you know, this guy's going to be good. No one really right. cares about him. And then you pick him up and he goes. Yeah, off. I was. It's I was like, like nobody cares about him, genius. but I want to make him yeah. something. Right. Dude. And then, and then a you had. Pointer. And then, yeah, right behind Justin Fields. Number three this week was the Patriots defense with 41.6 points. And yeah. that was an incredible yeah. defensive performance for Collins team. Saved me. I mean, definitely went a long way towards yeah. taking down the uh, man at the top there, Matt, or formerly at the top. Uh, after the Patriots defense, Devontae Adams with 38 points, Patrick Mahomes with 38 points, Kenneth Walker with 33. Travis Etienne with 32. Cooper Cup with 30. Tua, wait a minute. Yeah, Tua with 29. Tyreek with 29. Derrick Henry with 28. And Justin Jefferson with 27 to round out the top 12. He had 27? You got a I sneaky guess your team 27. Did, yeah, that was a sneaky 27. That's so sweet. So... There were there were some like crazy scores like individual wise like player wise. This oh week. yeah, dude. More, Those, like compared like New England's defense like field. Yeah, the the like forty what? points I would say is like a normal great week, and for it to be a defense is crazy. And then for there yeah. to be players in the fifties and sixties that was insane. Especially Joe Mixon, like right. who hadn't done really much all season. He jumped to. Uh, running back four in our league on the season. And I think he was like top maybe 12. I see what you mean, though. So now his average is going to be like crazy high and do volume higher because he went. Ahead. Well, the computer like now Tua. values him extremely high. Yeah. I think the computer was valuing Tua slightly lower because if you look at his stats, he missed a couple games because of injury. Like imagine I, if yeah. he had an average game for those couple games, he would be valued so much you, higher. Yeah, but do you think if he's out, they factor that into the average? Well, I thought it was games played. Yeah, that's like, okay for the, for his average, but I'm talking about his overall points, which goes into his overall. Oh, oh, oh yeah, okay, gotcha. Because like, well, I wonder what he is ranked. He is ranked ninth, quarterback nine on the season. That's the total season. But if you look at his points the last three weeks he had 17 35 and 29 and i don't know what that is for the quarterback ranks but i would say it's got to be probably around top five or six yeah he's That's probably pretty good yeah so you got lamar you got so Josh i'm saying Allen. if if you were to like look at his rank in quarterbacks after he came back from injury the last three weeks here then his rank would be higher does, it, does that make sense yeah. Yeah. And like is. a lot of looking at fantasy stuff is like looking at recent weeks, not just like the overall season, because at this point, teams are making adjustments and teams are changing and they're figuring out like what they want to do on offense and against certain defenses. You know, so tre- recent this is trends Todd matter. Rivalry week, Nick. Me versus you. <sighs> Dude, I'm fired up about this trade. I know. I love it. It's like, I love it. I mean, like I said, I have no, as a commissioner, I, I was the one that approved it and sent it through. Dude, if you even thought about not approving that, I would. No, I can't. That's anarchy. not, I'm saying, I want to make this clear that right. I'm not, even though I highly disagree right. with Mike saying yes to that trade, I would never not send it through unless I thought it was like Colin, like taking advantage Talking of him, which clearly him. is yeah. not. Well, no, dude, no, I, I will... mean like you taking advantage of him or like, yeah, if you guys were like paying Dude, or fuck it. Yeah, collusion or something. I actually you that's so not the case. It was it was sitting there pending all day. So I text him, hey, sent you a trade. And he's like, Yeah, I'll think about it. And then, you know, I start overthinking it. And I'm like, dude, I might cancel this. I'm like, you know, try to do something else. He accepted it. And then you're you're like, dude, you got a steal. I did call him. And I was like, dude, you did I fuck you over? And he's like, No, dude, it's fair. It's cool. Oh my god. I wonder who he so. There's no way he talked to anybody about this. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'll be, I'd be curious to hear Mike's 
side of it. Obviously, it doesn't feel like you got fucked. I mean, I'm, I don't think it was like that crazy bad. I just think that he. So could ba- have- basically, your whole point is you think he could have got more than Jerry Duty because he didn't lose anything. Right. He didn't lose anything. I'm not saying. He, no, I don't think it was like so terribly bad. I just think that that was his best trade asset. Yeah. I, I got, I and he net Tua is worth more than Jerry Judy, in my opinion, because I think you can toss Marcus uh, Mariota yeah, out of it, like, considering he's not going to start for more than just this week. And he could have picked him up off of waivers for all I care because Marcus is basically because you picked him up off waivers, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, but it's a timing thing because you could look at our trade and you would say objectively Saquon is more valuable than Fournette and Gabe Davis. Yes, but but you had him on team. Right. Right. You had him on by like you would like let's rock. Right. And so I I I mean, yes, you're right. It's timing. But again. Before I even talk about the value of the trade, Mike already made a mistake by holding Tua for this long. In theory, he was only holding him to replace uh, Lamar Jackson on Lamar's bye week. He waited until Lamar's bye week was here, and then he trades the theoretical backup quarterback for the bye week. That, that is already doesn't make sense to me let alone the whole value of the trade, which, which is arbitrary anyway. So I understand I'm just, that's how I value Tua. I maybe I value him more than you guys do. I don't know. To, to me, you had, a, you got, I think, I think it's just, yeah. I mean, I, but I think that's encouraging trade because it's like Mike yeah. Tua has a bye week coming up. Right. So let's say he holds him. Then right. We Tua's get to bye next, week is next week. That's true. And then we get to next week. He gets n- nothing for him. He already has, a 5% chance of making the playoffs. He right. has Lamar, so he's not planning on playing Tua. I so certainly like, you think hit he him. should have traded. I certainly think he should trade Tua. 100%. Right. But, That's not but, what I'm arguing. But you know what? He didn't. So we got to a point where it's like, hey. Well, we and I was, I was saying, you can rationalize why he held on to him. He said, I have the best backup quarterback in the league right now on my bench. I'm going to put him in for Lamar on Lamar's bye week. I'm going to get the value out of Tua and then I'm going to trade him high because he's like, you know, a top 10 quarterback in our, in our league right now. I'm going to trade him high and he's valuable the rest of the season. And he did none of that. He didn't replace Lamar on the bye week And he, in my opinion, did not sell him high. So that's why I'm just voicing my opinion that I think All right. Mike didn't have a great, Mike didn't come out on top of this trade. That's what well, that's, yeah why I'm voicing my pain and, and I'm, you know, we can argue our trade from the yeah, other. I was week. just going to say, I didn't and, come out on top, but I came out on top for that week. Right. I would say in the long run. Now I'm looking at your team. Like motherfuck, Nick has Saquon. Like, why the fuck did I do that? Looking at your roster, dude. It's like, Jesus Christ. I do agree that I think I won our trade, but I think it was, oh, I know you did. I think it, it was, was, it was like, Hey, timing dude, like where I was at. It's like, I'll right. fucking take it. I think that this week maybe puts you in the playoffs. Like a knock on wood. I'm not trying to like, I'm just saying like this was a pivotal week in your season. Like last week, yeah. I mean, when you played Matt. Against Matt, right. So that win was, I think, huge to push you to the playoffs. So yeah, you're right. Timing is everything. And I think in the trade by itself in a vacuum, I probably won just on like trade value alone. And I'll admit yeah. that. I mean, yeah, that's why I made the trade. That's why you made the I trade. I mean, I, I just think both of those trades, you could, like our trade and the trade I just did with Mike, you could look at yes. very opinionated. And, but it, it's a different than like Tyler picking up Julio off waivers yes, and then trying to ship, 100%. You know, yes. It, yes. I mean, it's not like I was. Because you're arguing, malicious. you're saying that timing is important, and I'm agreeing yeah. with you. Timing is very important. But Mike messed his timing up hear that, with Mike? this trade. Boom. Because he, if anything, the only reason he should have held Tua this long is to replace Lamar on the bye week, which he missed his opportunity to do by trading him early. And that's uh, to me. This all shakes down to a win this week for me (laughs) against the commissioner. Well, we'll see. That's yet to be determined because, well, we we take we'll take a look at it eventually, but. 
I think it'll be a good matchup between me and you, especially now that you have fucking Tua, which right. I'm was, actually yeah, it was like I wasn't even before. I was I'm just I was just looking at like the trade, but it I'm even more upset that now I have to fucking face <laughs> Tua this week. Like that is dude. I was I te- I texted like, you earlier. You I was like, dude, I'm in the lab. If it wasn't Mike, I was tra- I was re- ready to. I had stuff ready for everyone. Hey, someone was gonna trade me. Hey, I mean that's fine. I I want I want to encourage trades. I love that. And who's I to just, say we can't like? Okay, next week Mike could ship someone else off. You know? Yeah. So yeah. could I? No, that's. I good. almost traded I'm Gabe Davis. Hey, I'm I want to I want to, to be clear. I want to encourage trades. I I do encourage trades. I just want to voice my opinion about how I, I, I feel about this and particular I, yeah. one. <laughs> and dude, I was so I was driving home from work. I'm like. Nick is going to be fired up about this one. I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So we don't have to talk about it anymore. I'm sure you guys don't <laughs> the, want to the whole hear podcast, me complain yeah. about it. But yeah. So uh, let's take a look at last week because, like I said, it was big. It was pivotal to, for this playoff push. Massive. Here. Yeah. It was huge. And, and dude, I want to say enemy number one, Tyler. Oh yeah, dude. Tyler, he had, Tyler's I, I, on he the had rise. Kelsey. Fucking just these. I texted him. I think he was losing, and he had Kelsey left. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "That's what I drafted him for." And yep. he is on a tear right dude. now. Yeah, Tyler's team is a force to be reckoned with, and now he's tied for first. I really, really, I want to get down to rankings and and talk about rankings and points and all that stuff, but. In order to do that properly, we need to just get through these matchups real quick. We don't even have to really dive into the players, but so we can start with me versus Blake. Now my record is six and three, and Blake's record is four and five. He lost 128 to 169. And yeah, like most of my wins. I think it I came down to, to Josh Justin. Allen. And then, yes, yeah. Josh Allen. He's a, it's I, a little nerve-wracking because oh, I think yeah. he's got a hurt elbow. Came out of that game a little banged up. Yeah, something with the elbow, the tendons or something. But the thing about Blake's team is that doesn't only just hurt Josh Allen, you know, in his quarterback yeah. slot. It also hurts Stephon Diggs. And I'm going to say it's going to hurt Devin Singletary as well, although it might you be. You think? Does it he might catch be a lot? good. Might be good. They might hand it off. Who's their backup? Keenum? I have no fucking clue, actually. I think it is. It sounds right. Case Keenum. I think. But uh, yeah, I was nervous with about this week because, you know, with the Bills, who who knows how it could go. The Jets are. Dude, the Jets defense came up in a big way. They are unbelievable this year. And what the fuck? I don't think anyone has them right now. I had them like earlier in the season for one week while the Eagles were on by. And they're fucking good. I would definitely. Dude, your lineup looking at it right now, imagine Saquon was not on by. Like what? Against Blake? Yeah. You scored 170 points. Yep. And my running backs were sub. Right. The, the weakness, you know? The running I, mean, backs, I guess you can't expect fields. Obviously, you can't expect 50 points each week, no, but no, no, your roster's deep. Josh Palmer, I think, was a super sweet pickup. 20 points from Palmer. He came off waivers two weeks ago. He was on by last week, and then this week he got, you know, a big weed. What, do you, what are you feeling touchdown. about Foreman? Probably never start again, right? Um. I think this was a terrible matchup. Cincinnati jumped out. Literally, they were winning 42 nothing, and uh, Carolina and, and isn't that could crazy? not run the it's ball. Like the Browns anymore. just smoked them. And that now everyone's right. talking like, since he's so good. I think Foreman got game scripted out of it. He is not a pass catching back, and there's no mistaking that. And when they went down 42 nothing, they needed to throw it, and he wasn't in the game for that. So it is what it is. I think next week, they play uh, Atlanta, and last time they played Atlanta this season, he had a massive like thirty-plus point game because uh, the game okay. script is different. So this week, I, I am not too down on Foreman this week. I know I just it is what it is. And you I, had Pollard on by. Yeah, Pollard on by, Saquon on by. 
from Kadarius Tony, good pickup. Or yeah, we'll see what happens we'll with see. him. I guess like a worth a stash. He got the first catch of the game for Kansas City. But yeah, I don't know. Worth a what st- happened to uh oh yeah, Hubbard was out on Blake's team. The other Carolina. Chuba, yeah, Chuba was out. He's the pass catching guy. So in the negative game scripts for Foreman, it'll be positive game script for Chuba because he's the pass catching guy. So do you think he would have put Cortland Sutton in there for anyone? Maybe, Maybe Hardman. Herbert. I mean, Hardman had a huge game. Or Herbert. Well, yeah, or Herbert. I mean, if you're talking before or after the final scores. Yeah. Like before, um, I might probably would have considered McCole Hardman because I think he's very boomer bust. But in Cortland, Sutton is probably worth – probably has like a higher floor. He'll get you 10 points a game, I would guess. All right, let's take a look at Tyler versus Dylan. Tyler won 122 to 106 for Dylan. Big win. Oh, yeah, huge win for Tyler. This gets him to 7-2, and and he's now tied for first place. This was a big one. I know he was nervous about the matchup, and I would be too against Dylan's team. Let's look at his team first. Jalen Hurts had 21 points. Dalvin Cook had 15. Aaron Jones had seven. DJ Moore had four. Jalen Waddell had 19 and a half. Antonio Gibson, seven and a half. Zach Ertz, 15. Packers D, nine. Evan McPherson, six. Colin, you want to give us your studs and duds? Yeah, absolute stud for Tyler is Kelsey. What about, I mean, he's, for, what about for Dylan? Dylan. Sorry, I started the. I started with Dylan. <laughs> uh, it's like okay, yeah. This is the easiest answer ever. Waddle. Okay. I, okay. I just really like who throws to him. Oh my god, bro! Yeah, it's just like you know, Tua. But he is a stud for real, though. I will yeah. give him that. And yeah, and he's the best wide receiver in the league. All right, who's what? Who's the dud on Dylan's team? Um, dud this week, obviously DJ Moore. It's a surprising after his performance last week, but he, dude, we, their offense like just he, fucking blows. Which sucks because he's so. I think he's, you know, like one of those receivers that's kind of trapped. Like we oh, saw yeah. a couple games where, like, oh, he's doing what he should be doing, but even I mean, Baker, four points for DJ Moore. Yeah, depressing. Baker went back in the game. Dude, they were throwing the entire game because they were down so much, and they still couldn't get anything. It's crazy. All right, now let's look at Tyler's team. <laughs> I was so excited to say <laughs> Travis Kelsey. I think I wasn't even listening. <laughs> All right, I'm going to run down through them. Justin Herbert, 12 points. Travis Etienne, 32 points. Jamal Williams, 12 and a half. Devonta Smith, 4. DeAndre Carter, 10. Travis Kelsey, 22. Gerald Everett, Eight Vikings defense, 14. I'm sorry, 13. Harrison Buckner, six. I will say, just I don't know why, but Vikings defense makes me think about the Vikings and how freaking surprising they are and good they are. I think they've only lost one game, dude. And it's like, I don't even, I don't, I don't know. I just, right. I, don't I think even they think have about a him, but... good offense. I think they have a good offense. I, I, like, I feel like I know nothing about them, and they're just like sneaky good. Yeah. I mean, I do have uh, Justin Jefferson, so I should know more about their offense, but I really don't. And I don't really think it's like all that. I don't. I think it's they're nothing. just sneaky, it's just like, they're just like right. sneaky you good. Don't think of any, yeah. They haven't been losing. So, all I, right. I, so we Don't so they we, play the Vikings? Or, I mean, don't they play the – the Vikings play Buffalo, I think. And if Josh Allen's hurt, that's Yes, one. they do play Buffalo this coming week. Um, but I'm going to stick with the um, – Kelsey for your stud? Yeah, Kelsey's the stud for sure because he is so consistent. He won Tyler that game. I mean, not really, but he was like the last piece. Right at the end there. Yeah. Travis, I mean, he had a good game. Travis Etienne. So, the Travises, yeah. we can give the, the studs to the Travises. The tra- yeah, we'll do – Travi. Travis studs, the Travi, sure. And then Devonte Devonta Smith is yeah. the loser. You know, he's really good, and they have a, a 
good like offense there in Philadelphia, but he just hasn't really been putting up big points. He's been sub ten a bunch of weeks, and I don't really get it. Maybe just I'm, like, I'm almost positive big he and they just keep had his it. biggest week when I played Tyler. It was early in the season. I do remember right. that. So I, th- like you said, how it can be skewed with you know people sitting out or like a big week. I think that right. might be what's going on with him. All right, let's jump to the next one. Mike versus Shuey. So they were both three and five coming into this, and it was a battle. Mike lost this one, 118 to Shuey's 150. So we're going to start with Mike's team. Lamar had 19 points. Ramondre had 17 and a half. Tyler Algier had 14. T. Higgins had 13. Chris Godwin had 10. Tyler Boyd had nine. Zay Jones had nine. Bill's defense had eight, which is surprising for them. And then Nick Folk had 17. Dude, he is a stud of a kicker. Last week was like 20-some points. Now it's 17. That's crazy. Like, is it long kicks? What the, I, I want to see his stats. Maybe. Because... I think they just kicked a bunch. Yeah. New England's good. So I just named Nick Folk the stud for Mike's yeah, team. has to be. How about a dud? I don't know. I mean, the I mean, low he, score, Bill's defense this week. I mean, but... I guess, but yeah, Bill's defense because they were putting up huge numbers. And I feel like recently, like the Bills have had a little bit of a. You know, I just want to throw this out there team. since we just talked about it. We, we mentioned his name, Tyler Algier. He started for Mike this week, got him 14 points, and Mike dropped him. Yeah, that's because uh, what's his name's back? The starter. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Although he got 14 points and Cordero Patterson was still starting this last game. So I guess he's over Tyler Algier at this point. He's thinking he's done for the season. I might take a peek at Tyler Algier being on waivers there. So yeah, that's, I uh, mean, that's all I'm going to say about that. I just don't think he's, he's only a starter if you have a running back on. He's by. definitely filling in. Yeah, definitely fill right. in. I mean, but, you're. I mean, you're right. A waiver wire pick. I though? mean, yeah, definitely nice. Maybe to have on the bench there, if Cordero gets hurt again, or if they just decide to keep splitting. I, back also, together. I would like to do a stud shout out to Stevenson, Ramondre. Yeah, yeah. He's not the stud of the week, but I think like a season stud that was definitely. Of him. We'll have to do a, a season long studs and duds. Yeah, that would be a good idea. one. Yeah. All right, looking at Shuey's team. We're going to start at the top. Taylor Heineke, 16 points. Uh, Damian Pierce had 19 points. Caleb Huntley had four points. Tyree Kill had 29 points. Chris Olave had 13 points. Kenneth Walker, 33. Jeff Wilson, 17. Saints defense, nine. Daniel Carlson, eight. And zero points on his bench. So well, you know, as bad as I want to give the stud to Tyree Kill because, you know, to uh, oh my God. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to obviously go Kenneth Walker here. For the yeah, I, I don't think you can go wrong. And I think, he, I he, think he he's a, a Stevenson equivalent. You know, like. I just, think he's better. Well, he is, but it's just like, what the fuck? Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have fucking thought? So, Especially good. because Rashad Penny started for them at the beginning of the season until his injury. So he yeah. really was like, I mean, I think Chewy might have picked him up off waivers. He was he, this. Chewy's that's like a league winning quality right small move. Like he's not doing a lot of moves, but they're quality. Definitely quality. Um, but I'll say this: he likes his Pittsburgh Steelers. Najee yeah. Harris, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens. I wish I could pick Najee as the dud, but he didn't play. Well, we can still name Najee as the dud for Chewy's team because yeah, because yeah. he just that's a sucks. Who would have thought? But it, this week it would have been Huntley. But what do you really expect out of him? Maybe? Yeah, what do you expect? So we'll we'll give it to Najee. He deserves yeah. it. Pittsburgh Steeler. All right, next one: Tom Roth versus Ungi. Go Tom! Go Tom! Hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> Tom dominated one ninety four to Ungi's ninety four. So beat him by a hundred points. Spanked him. This is the second week in a row that uh, Ungi. Yeah. Got demolished. 
I got him last week, and Tom got him this week. So what's going on with Ungi? Oh, he's got weird hair, boy. <laughs> yeah, taking a look at Ungi's team, he's got Aaron Rodgers with 13 points, Clyde Edwards-Alaire with three, Isaiah Pacheco with two, Amon Ross St. Brown with nine, Garrett Wilson with 17, Mike Evans with nine, DeAndre Hopkins with 13, Ravens defense with 15, Justin Tucker with 10. All right, I do have – I'm going to start off with the dud for Ungi's team. It's his whole the whole roster this week. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, let's let's take Garrett Wilson out of it. Other than that, dud. And the Ravens defense. We could take nope. 15 – you don't, don't care. Okay, sure. Nope. I had a 40-point defense, Nick. I'm sure. Dud. So 15 means nothing. <laughs> no, you're right. right. That's, that's a good – I would be happy with 15. Like DeAndre Hopkins, 13 is like fine, but just because he's been giving you like 20 plus, 30 plus weeks, it's like. Actually, if we're going to put this nothing. down to one person, like if we're actually going to be serious and do a dud, it's Aaron Rodgers. Definitely Aaron Rodgers. Overall. Ungi was pinched for his running backs too, so he had. Right. Chiefs you can't backfield. fault him for that. Yeah. Like I said, Jarek McKinnon dominated the backfield. He had 10 points on Tom's bench. And he, oh yeah, I remember that. He more than doubled Clyde and Isaiah Pacheco combined. We can, so. I mean, because Ungi has Chubb, so we can't, like you said, we can't fault him for no. a buy. But Aaron Rodgers is huge letdown. Yes, the whole season long. Um, taking a look at Tom's team, definitely not a letdown this week. Not at Kyler all. Murray with twenty, Joe Mixon with sixty. Boom. David Montgomery with six. Devontae Adams with thirty-eight. Christian Kirk with 21, Adam Thielen with nine, Dallas Goddard with 26, Panthers defense with six, and then Chase McLaughlin with four. You know what I think is interesting about Tom's roster is Goddard. He was floating around. People kept picking him up, dropping him. No one wanted to play him. That was a huge start this week. Right. 26 points. Good for him. Obviously, the stud is Mixon. I mean, 60 points is. Well, he had, he had 100 points between Mixon and Devontae Adams. That's pretty yeah. fucking good. So um, Panthers defense, dud. dud. I think they could probably be a. Overall I don't, dud. I don't know how, how he is, how he was willing to start them against Cincinnati. I don't know. Mm. But uh, Tom won. Great, great win for Tom. Yeah, I'm super happy about that. I mean, it is kind of crazy that, like, I mean, he's been – he scored probably 100 more points than he has been. Oh, I think that he outscored his last two weeks combined. Probably. Right. That's, an, that's a guess. Which is, but... which is wild. Yeah. So, good for Tom. Hey, watch Tom win out. Well, he, he, his percent to make the playoffs is not zero mathematically. So when did, Okay, that, that's a good question. When does that get decided? I think it will go to 100%. Like when Matt locks it in or Tyler locks it in. They're yeah, but do you know when that is? It just, like, is it after uh, this week? It, you know. When is it decided? It's just like once somebody has enough games. So, like, if Matt won this, beat me. Uh, I got you. It's just, it's math. I don't know how many wins it would take to lock it in. Um, okay, let's look at the next one. <laughs> Lucas, the douchey Dobbs. <laughs> Lost 108 to Thomas Giselle's pool boy. Uh, he had 124. So, you know, decent, you know, not a, not an amazing week for Thomas, but enough to beat the douchey Dobbs. Congratulations, Thomas, on getting a win. It's been a while. So looking at Lucas's team here, Joe Burrow had 20 points, Derrick Henry 28. So it looks like a normal week. James Robinson, 14, <laughs> but then Romeo Dobbs, 2.8 points. Alec Pierce, 3.3. Marquise Valdez-Scantling, 2.2. Isaiah Likely, 9.4. Colts defense, 20.6, huh? Okay. Tyler Bass, 7. I'm, I'm sensing a common theme with Luke. He, he's going to have one or two guys score like 50, you know, just yes. a, a bunch of points, and then the rest of his team is going to not even show up. Right. Sub bunch of sub tens, bunch of sub fives. That's how that that's how that goes. 
The other theme with Lucas's team is someone will get hurt every single week. At least one person, Regard, Romeo yeah. Dobbs. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. He's out for the season. Definitely Luke's stud is Joe Burrow, and the dud is injuries. Okay, sure. It's All of his injuries. So, yeah. All right, we'll take that. Uh, looking at Thomas's team, Matthew Stafford, 12 points. Boo. Austin Eckler, 25 points. Cordero Patterson, first week back from injury, 19 and a half points. DK Metcalf, 14 and a half points. Curtis Samuel, 17 and a half points. Chase Claypool, I think, is this his first week in Chicago? Three and a half points. Taysom Hill, 1.22 points. Buccaneers defense, 23 and a half points. And then Cairo Santos, six points. You know, Thomas might have a good second half because he had a lot on by too. Melvin Gordon, Debo. What's going on? I don't know what's going on with Zeke. Yeah, they, Hunt, Gus they did have a bunch of buys. And then Zeke should be coming back from injury this week, I think. And Patterson back is huge. Eckler is going to be a big point scorer always. Having Patterson back and having him able to score you like 12 or more points a week would be huge for, for yeah. Thomas's team. So yeah, he's, I mean, not in bad shape right now. No, I mean, overall season wise, he's been getting screwed, but yes. going forward, I mean, stud is Eckler for sure. Yep. For sure. Every week it's been Taysom Hill, but it's like, do you even want to give him a dud? Cause it's like, I don't know. yeah, we don't have to, we'll give him the moral victory of yeah. no dud this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, finally, yeah. let's take a look at the most important game of the week. Matt versus Colin. Woo. Colin got the big victory, 143 to Matt's 120. And we're going to look at Matt's team first. Patrick Mahomes, 38 points. Woof, that had to be scary to watch that. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Dude. Because he had two people for Monday night. And I was like, yep, that's it. Yeah, yeah, the 38 points, that's, that sucks. Alvin Kamara, 10 points. Phew. Josh Jacobs, 13. Terry McLaurin, 10. Tyler Lockett, 17 and a half. Devin Duvernay, 1 and a half. Deion Jackson, 6 and a half. Bengals defense, 17. Young Hoku, 5. Easy. Stud, Mahomes, no question. Yeah. Dud, douche for now. And he was playing Monday night, and I'm thinking him and Camaro need what, 40 points. Yeah. And it didn't happen. That If I was mad, I'd be pissed I didn't play Michael Carter for Duvernay there. I don't know if it would have made the whole difference up, but. Yeah, but, dude, it, it, I, I guess Baltimore is tough with receivers, backfield, everything. Because yeah. Bateman's out. It's like Duvernay. I think Duvernay has really a huge good. upside. Yeah. But like Michael Carter, I think, and who know who would have guessed that they would have been in it with the Bills? I probably thought they would would have been throwing the ball down the field. So yeah, I guess right. Hindsight. I think what I think but... I I yeah I see, I agree with that start. Also, Matt, f you because you did not put in a defense intentionally until the last second. And Trying to it. trick us. Yep. Couldn't trick us though. We we saw it. All right, looking at Collins' team, starting at the top, Marcus Mariota. Big hitter, Marcus Mariota, 8.06 <laughs> points. Whoever just made a trade for that man is brilliant. Then he's got Miles Sanders, 17 points. Leonard Fournette, 12 points. Cooper Cup, 30 points. Gabe Davis, 5 points. Uh, Jacoby Myers, 7 points. Rondell Moore, 15 points. Patriots defense, 41 and a half. Jason Myers, eight. How about the Patriots defense? That I, mean, I can't get up 40 crazy. points, dude. I feel like if any team could do it, it would be Belichick's Patriots. Right. And they played like one of the worst offenses in the league when the Colts. So, hell yeah, that's amazing. They're, they're my stud. Uh, duds are Gabe Davis and Leonard Fournette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just okay, kidding. sure, yeah. sure. No, 
I'll take that. All right, so that rounds out the matchups for this week uh, and puts us right into the standings. Um, yeah, it's it is a race right now. I mean, we got some people at the top, but it's a race in the middle. There, the playoffs are not secure by any means at this point. And uh, I th- I think most or actually run through it first. Okay, so basically, Matt and Tyler are tied for first. They're both seven and two right now. Um, They have not played each other, so the tiebreaker is points. And currently, Matt has more, I think. So he is like ahead of Tyler. Interesting. Colin and myself are tied for third place technically at six and three both of us colin is ahead of me because you beat me earlier in the season but i do have more points than you and i do see you have a better playoff shot and yes i don't know really what goes into that but my playoff percentage is 96 right now and colin's is 88 so Maybe, yeah, I don't don't know. I don't know. And it's also surprising because you actually have the head to head win over me at this point. So, after us two tied for third, uh, Dylan is locked in at fifth place by himself, and he is at five and four. This is where it gets real interesting for that right spot. These next couple spots, everyone's like right there. Then after Dylan, there are three teams at four and five. Shuey, Blake, and Ungi. And we'll have to go through and look at the head-to-heads. But right well, now, Shuey in the order. Shuey, Blake, Ungi within like that tie, they are ranked in that order. Um then after them, we have three teams that are tied at three and six, Mike, Tom, and Thomas. And then coming in at last place is Lucas at two and seven. Limping in. Limping in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on a casket in an ambulance. Yeah. Luke's We're pretty much in. carrying him yeah. on our backs. Doing <laughs> Luke a little didn't casket get there by dance. himself. Yep. Luke has a 1% chance to make the playoffs. So he's not out, but he You're does only have a, a chance. 1% chance. Yes. And I know that these are based on, like, this is like mathematics, just based on how many games are left and people's records at this point. So. I mean, that, like, Dylan, Shuey, Blake, Zach. So, yeah, I guess we can break it up. We'll look at the records like Mike, Tom Roth, and Thomas all are at three and six. And Mike is currently ahead of the two Toms right now somehow. But he only has a 5% chance based on the computer. And the two Toms both have a 6% chance to make it. So So that's interesting. Yeah, I wonder if that's just like winning out, I would assume. Yeah, and I also it probably factors in like strength some of, of schedule, losing remaining well. strength of schedule. Yeah. Uh, the next tier up, Ungi, uh, Blake, Shuey, all at four and five, and I'm gonna throw Dylan into this one at five and four. Dylan has the best odds with eighty-one percent, and obviously he has one game up on the rest of these three. So that's did I know. think I accidentally included him in that group he's in i would say he's more in the top the top group so yeah. sure okay so yeah, i think because i mean i have like my thing saying 88 percent. dylan's at 81 right right he's just kind of no a man's little land bit yeah right he is with only five wins but but either way ungi has a 37 percent chance blake has 38 and shuey has 44 so I, I did look at the um project like the playoff 
bracket mm-hmm. projections, and right now it has Shuey in at six. So I'm going to see something real quick because I bet it's got to do with, like, head-to-head. Yeah. Because don't we, do we have divisions, don't we, or no? No, we do not have divisions. So let me see. Shuey versus who? Blake? Yeah. Looks like they're playing each other this week. Ooh. That'll be interesting. And then Shuey versus Ungi. Shuey lost to Ungi in week seven. Okay. But somehow... He is like ahead of Ungi right now, so that must be points four. Yeah, she was yeah. ahead of Ungi in points four. So, I, yeah, okay, I don't really understand all that, but. I, I mean, it's just going to be basically anyone who gets in the playoff bracket, the top one can, you know, has Sigh a relief. pretty equal. Well, and I think. A legitimate chance to win the whole thing. Yeah, once you're in, right, doesn't matter. I mean, you need all what, bets two, are off. I mean, look at Tom's game. You know. Yeah. Right. Tom Ross game. He anyone can yeah. score. So basically, if you get in, just got to string together three wins, or maybe even just two. If you're in right. the top. Yeah, because you get a buy, right? Right, the top two One teams. Two. So Matt and Tyler both have 99% chance of making the playoffs. Basically. They're going to get buys. Colin, you have 88. I have 96. Dylan's got 81. So, yeah, it must. I mean, obviously, it's looking at our current records and then projecting what it, yeah, the the games in the future, our strength of schedule and whatever. So, I, I, I would assume. The computer's predicting a loss for me this week against you. Maybe right now. Have you? I have to put uh, all your players in. No, no, I have to uh, stream a defense. Well, that would be why you're predicted a loss. Yeah, but right you're. Now. Yeah, but you're still going to be projecting more. I'm sure. I would go ahead and change it. Change your lineup. Can you? No, because I. I Oh, I would because right if you did, I, I bet it would, would change his percentage. It would. I bet you it would. All right, let's look at points four. I have the most points four currently. I think I just I must have just moved up this week or you last have to, week. dude. Because last didn't you have two the two hundred game last week? Yeah, I had a two hundred point yeah. game. So I have one thousand three hundred twenty one points four. Uh, Collins next with one thousand two hundred seventy five. Then Shuey with 1,258. Then Matt with 1,256. Then Blake with 1,249. Then Dylan with 1,247. Doesn't feel like that big of a difference between those top six. No, not at all. And I did notice something on here. Zach is the new guy getting screwed with a bunch of guys having good games against him. Yeah, he does have a... High points for points against. I mean, so after, but that, I mean that that's like basically no difference in points for. No, it's it's starting to even out. Like a couple, yeah. Tyler's cool. after Dylan. He's got one thousand two hundred thirty-five. Ungi's got one thousand two hundred six. Mike's got one thousand one hundred forty-one. Lucas has one thousand sixty-four. Tom Roth one thousand fifty-eight. Thomas one thousand fifty-one. Woof. Points against. Ungi's at the top with 1,404 points against him. Right behind him is Blake. Well, not really right behind him, but 12, uh, 1,260 points against Blake. For Shuey, right behind Blake, 1,258 against. And then right behind Shuey is me, 1,209. Then Lucas, then Mike. Then Matt, then Colin, then Tyler, then Dylan, then Thomas, then Tom. You know, like looking at this, I guess the difference really isn't 
as much as it seems because originally remember it was me and Blake up there right. with and well the yeah. difference between Ungi yeah that's 1400 big. and Tom yeah. is 1100 that's 300 point 300 difference points. that's a lot that's like three games um, right. you know so but yeah like next week if I if you know if you score 200 points all of a sudden I'm going to be right Ungi had two massive games against him the last two weeks that's why it's so skewed for Ungi right now in points against. Uh, real quick, Tyler is still on a win streak, seven wins in a row. Yeah, you know what? Stop Tyler now. Who who does Tyler play? I'm not sure. Let me see. Tyler plays Tom Roth this week. Oh boy, Tom! Come on, come on Tom. <laughs> Yeah, Tom, you know what? Tom's going to be on a heater. I'm calling it. Colin, you're on a four-game win streak yourself. That's that's good. Yeah, what what are you? Two-game win Two. streak. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. And then we got Shuey, Tom, and Thomas all on one-game win streaks. Lucas is on a five-game losing streak. Mike's on a three-game losing streak. Zach's on a two-game losing streak. And then Blake. Matt and Dylan all on one game losing streaks. Wow. So not many streaks other than Tyler. I mean, I guess four. You and Tyler, yeah. Yeah. And Lucas is lost losing streak. Yeah. Sorry, Luke. I didn't want to bring it up. So that about wraps it up for like standings and whatnot. I guess we can take a look real quick at final projections. Yeah. I wonder what that did. You are now projected four, Colin. Okay, which is where I've been. Right where you started. Matt is now projected three. I'm projected two. Tyler's projected one. So that's the top four. Dylan is projected five. Shu is projected six. Blake is projected seven. Ungi is projected eight. Thomas is projected nine. Mike is projected 10. Tom Roth has projected 11. And Lucas is projected 12. Okay. So Tyler has officially. Yeah. You know, went ahead of Matt. maybe I was too focused on Matt. You well, know, I mean, they, Tyler they, was sneaky, but right. we saw it happening. Like we knew he yeah. was. But on they were on the Matt. same. If Matt beat me, they were both on. Seven games. Right, right. So, watch out, but, Tyler. Yeah. Tyler's playing Tom Roth this week, but he's still got some more matchups left in the season, and, it's, you know, he's not locked in for that first round bye, so we'll see what happens. Neither is Matt. Me and Colin, even though we play each other this week, we're going to cannibal – one of us is going to cannibalize a win from the other one, but we are still fighting against yep. Matt and Tyler. So don't get this pod wrong. Me and Colin, we may have started off, you know, a uh, little bit argumentative or whatever at the beginning of the pod. I don't think so. You know, just a friendly. Definitely <laughs> friendly. I mean, not over, nothing over the top. I just mean like it may have sounded like we were getting heated up at each other, but don't, don't get it wrong. Me and Colin are still, we're tied for third right now, and we're going yeah. after the and, guys who are tied first. And also – we're passionate, Nick. We play each other this week. I mean, yeah. game on, buddy boy. Yeah, I think everybody knows I'm into it. I think everybody knows <laughs> Me you're too, into dude. it. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm I would be disappointed if Nick. I basically sold my care. soul to get a win against Matt. So yeah. Well, the thing is, you say that, and but I gained an inch in wiener size from Matt. <laughs> Matt gave me one inch of his wiener because he was number one and I beat him. See, the thing is, you like you did, you. Some would say that you sold out to win the week. I mean, you sold one of your best players to win the week. It definitely did not kill your season. No, like that's karma, karma, sure. karma, chameleon here. Yeah, because now I got a sweet trade. I don't even know if this. I think you were projected for even before this trade happened. So I would. Yeah, be I, no, I was. I it didn't change. Yeah, right. Tomorrow. But the computer, like you said, the computer's weird because when I went in there, like when we did our trade, it said I was going to lose like projected 30 points. And this one I did with Mike said I'm going to gain 0.5 points for the rest of the season, which right. I don't get. But 
Well, because you're replacing Marcus Mariota with Tua. And, and I'm lo- losing my RB or my second. But Tua's points per game is going to make up for the lack yeah, of Jerry Judy if Jerry Judy was going to be in your starting lineup. Yep. So I think it's a net win for you, Mike. If you need help, maybe on some trades in the future, you can reach out to me, bud. I'm only a text away. Or me. Or reach out to Colin. If you feel yep, like you're being can- taken advantage of, you guys can call the hotline. It's my phone number. Yeah. <laughs> if Colin's taking Dude, advantage of I should have fucking called it last week. <laughs> or whatever. I, you know. Hey, hey, commissioner, uh, you just proposed a trade to me and I'm I mean Yeah, I don't know. Do do we do you want me to open up trades to vetoes to the whole league? Because currently I mean, we I'm can do only, that, dude. Currently I'm the only one that can veto a trade, and I right. would not dude, veto a trade unless it, it's a collusion. Put it in the uh Discord, put a poll up. Well, I wouldn't do it this season right? because it's bullshit at this point halfway through and there's already been major trades that have happened. But next season, I, just, I could open it up so that everybody has the power. So that basically majority rules. And if there's six vetoes or whatever, then the trade won't go through. That's a good idea. I don't think any trade would have been vetoed. But I also don't like that because. Like, just think if people were like annoyed that Mike made a bad trade, like not even just like, or me, or if people were annoyed that you traded away Saquon, right. like the, the league gets to decide. But, oh like, yeah. The commissioner is getting Saquon or me. Like Mike doesn't care. Did we talk? You know, I don't think that we should be able to reverse trades. I think like, if you want to make a dumb decision, you should be able to make it that like, if Mike wants to do that, then he should be able to do that. But yeah. I guess, yeah, maybe if it's like you're really thinking something's up, then you could put it to a vote. Like if I found out that like you paid Mike a hundred bucks, right, to get Tua, then I would reverse the trade. Tua's worth more than a hundred. I paid him two hundred. <laughs> okay, see, okay, but yeah, like that would be the only reason I would ever veto or go in and just like reverse the trade if it if it's already been pushed through. Dude, we might have to put some league guidelines in. We should put some some guidelines in a handbook. I mean, because I mean, think about none it of this right has now, come up yet. If I was like, "Hey, Luke, dude, I'll give you two hundred bucks. Give me four net." Or well, I can go in and just reverse Henry. it. Like I can, anything you do, I can reverse. Right, but you'd be a dictator. Well, that's what I mean. I'm not going to do that unless right. it's something like actually bullshit. Right. This isn't actual bullshit. It's just somebody I think, being maybe. Yeah, not I don't think that would show. ever happen. No, I don't think so. I would I would hope not. Right. I don't want to the integrity of the league hopefully means a little bit. Integrity. Enough. Yeah, the integrity of the league. Yep. Agreed. Oh, this was a we packed a lot into this yeah. one. It's it like, hey you guys, tune in to hear me and Nick yell at each other and fight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys made it this far, good for you. Yeah. But. Godspeed. So that wraps up week nine. It's in the books. It happened. We got some big fucking week. I can't wait for this week, and I can't wait for Thursday oh, to do the man. preview where I can just talk about. I need my my blood needs to settle a little bit before I can talk about this coming week. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get a moderator on here. Uh, Tom yeah. Roth is supposed I to want join Tom me Roth. tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, so we'll, we'll do a little waiver Wednesday pod with Tom Roth tomorrow, and then Colin, we can talk about the upcoming week on Thursday. So, all right. I'm signing off. I'm Commissioner Humphreys. He is calling the mustache for I, I am Tua. Tua the mustache for Yep. Uh, have a great night. Thanks for joining us. Peace. Peace.